Put the fucking mic on. You're now listening to Almost Rich. Because you make a lot of money. You're really good <laughs> I mean, at your I don't job. know if it's a lot of money. It's an appropriate amount of money. Almost famous. My mom had to sit me down and say, listen, there's no such major as famous, so can you figure your life out and get a real job? With Bridget Linton and Betsy P on the Land on Demand. Sounds. Welcome to Almost Rich, Almost Famous with your two favorite girls, Bets and Bridge. So happy to be back in studio. This time, we're on video too. So make sure you subscribe to our YouTube page, Almost Rich, Almost Famous, if you haven't already. Follow us on Instagram, Almost Rich underscore Almost Famous, and on Twitter, A-R-A-F underscore T-L-O-D. So earlier this week, we did an Almost Daily, which we've been keeping up with. We're trying to post about two a week, and we totally exposed ourselves. Yeah. We, we were, I think we always expose ourselves, but I also think that's what makes us likable. <laughs> or people will just feel bad for us. Yeah, but feel bad slash makes us likable, I think. Because people also yeah, want to like semi-expose themselves, too. Yes, and when we're saying expose ourselves, we're not taking off our clothes, people. Get Although, your- <laughs> for a price. <laughs> for a price, you just never know. But we expose the fact that there are very simple things in life that most people know how to do. But we've gone our whole lives not knowing how to do. And at this point, there's just no turning back. And it's too embarrassing to ask for help on yes. it. So we just accept the fact. Yeah. So, I mean, a couple of them were like really embarrassing for me. You had to witness one of them. So that's what brought this whole topic up. Right. So then I felt a lot better because you have a lot of things that you don't know how to do. I do. So let's like we let's start telling our stories. I think one that universally you and I both don't understand are directions. I mean, I don't think it's universally. I feel like some people are really good at directions. Universally, as in like you and me, both. That's our universe. I think you and me. I think that's it because I have like other (laughs) friends and family members that I'm driving with and they're like, how do you, you live here? How do you not know how to get to like a stadium? I'm like, I don't know. Just making sure. Like I got lost going to the restaurant the other day and people are like, don't you live like right down the road? I'm like, you know, it's fine. Well, so I think the other thing that throws me off, like I know our city, like I I get that. But if somebody said go east, I would have to literally think in my head. I'd have to like, like picture this. The lake is here. We, W-E. And so west is here and east is here. So then I'd go right. See, that confused me. Like, that. that's how bad I am at directions. I'm like, well, how did you know the lake was here? And how would you know that, like, east and west are there? I, I, I don't even know that. Like, my worst thing is, like, if I'm lost. Say, yes. like, whatever, before phones had maps and, like, you had to have use your little Garmin in your car. Yeah. Which, like, I you just. You still do. I know, I know. You so, actually. Did yours get stolen? Did your yeah, Garmin yes, get stolen? Yes, yes. No, it actually didn't. My car's gotten broken into 5,000 times. They steal everything, but they leave that in there. So it goes to show me that no one uses Garmin's mm, except me. No, it, not valuable. <laughs> no one cares about your Garmin. But, but, when, but when the Garmin starts acting up because, like, the maps aren't updated, you know, if I need to call someone, and I'm like, well, well this is again, before maps on phones. Yes. And I would call someone, they're like, well, are you heading, like, south or north? Like, where are you at? And I'm like, the fuck do I know? How, how would I ever have any idea? I don't know. Or they're like, well, you're supposed to be heading south, so make sure that you look for this highway. And, my, like, a lot of my dad, he's always like, well, what highway are you on? I don't know. Why would I know? He's like, well, because, like, you're in Ohio. There's not that many highways. I don't okay. know. Okay, so I actually, that's not one that I have. Mm-hmm. Like, do you do you know what highway you take to get to your parents' house? Uh, is that 77 South? Yes. 
Oh, good. Oh, okay. you're, but you're like, you were not totally oh sure. I just felt like I was a student in school I, and the teacher called on me and I started sweating and I'm like, Betsy, why are you doing this to me on our podcast? Like, I'm already exposing myself enough that I'm not the smartest in a lot of realms in life. All right. Let's put it out there, though. I think for the most part, we actually are smart. There are just certain things that we don't totally know how to do. So one of yours is pumping gas without having to hold the gas pump the entire time. Okay. Well, what? I know. Well, you already. It's it's not like I'm like telling anyone anything new. Okay. So I will tell this story. So Betsy and I, for those of you that didn't hear about our road trip extravaganza the other week we were both in milwaukee wisconsin for separate reasons but i told bets well i'll just swoop you up and we'll drive back to cleveland together so we did of course we had to make a pit stop for gas mind you it is very cold in chicago so we're in chicago at this point so cold stop to get gas i'm pumping freezing get back in the car oh okay all right so we keep we keep going well we end up stopping in chicago then we're on our way back home had to stop and get gas again so again, very cold. And I'm like, you know, I don't understand. I know that there's a way to like prop up the pump without having to hold it. Cause I see people do it all the time. But again, <laughs> I- I'm like getting up there. I could, there's no way I could ever ask someone like, Hey, so how are you doing that? They would be like, how long have you been driving? Right. Which isn't as long as you think. I mean, it's only been like a decade. Right. <laughs> it, but I agree with you. There's no way you could ever say to somebody like, Hey, so how, like you could have done that at 16. Yeah. Like you can't do that now. Right. So I just have always stood outside, even if I'm freezing, even if like I. It's raining. Yes. I, it doesn't All matter. All weather. All weather. I'm out there. I'm holding that pump with the death grip, making sure oh, I'm getting my God. every ounce of gas I can. So we're in Chicago and you're on the, like a work call or something. I'm like, all right, there's got to be a way to do this. I'm so cold. I can't feel my fingers. They're about to fall off. And then I'm like, wait a minute. What is that little thing? It was like a little stopper. And so I flick it, flicked it, and it just propped right up. And I'm like, oh, my God, I did it. So I'm like looking around like I want to do a happy dance, but I can't because people are like, what is that girl doing? Yeah. yeah. So I get I- back in the car. Couldn't hold my excitement in. And I was like, Betsy, okay, I'm embarrassed to admit it, but and I tell you that whole story. And typically you like make me feel better about situations. That one you were like what that one's just silly I think that one's silly I I will say that you do need to be careful with that because there have been a couple times where I've done that and I've been in the car all of a sudden gas when it's totally full it doesn't stop and (gasps) gas starts spraying out see I think I've been doing it right the whole time I'm now that you say that I'm gonna stick to the handheld pump it doesn't happen often but I just want you to be aware so you can't say I didn't warn you well, that was my fear. Once I figured out how to prop it up and stop it, I'm like, well, now I'm, how am I going to get it back off? Right. And luckily it was easy enough. And I'm like, yeah. God, all this time, that's all I had to do. Yeah. I'm. Well, I will match that for you and tell you that, which you know about me, I don't know how to do percentages. Well, either do I. Like ma- but, maps, numbers, they're just not our thing. Well, right. But I also don't know how and don't want to know how to figure out tips. Yeah, I mean, there like, are, like, easy tricks that you like, don't have to do math, I, I, but you don't right, want to know. but it's still, mm. it just takes up too much space. Like, what's your trick? Don't, like, get into detail. Just tell me what your trick is. It's, like, add two plus yeah, yeah. So whatever, four zeros. So whatever it is. Say it's a $40 bill. I just double that first number. I'm leaving an $8 tip. 
Okay. Uh, oh, okay. But that's like an easy that's like an easy one. That's like forty dollars. I know for oh. twenty I know for twenty dollars I leave four. Like I know these kind like for thirty dollars I leave six. Like I know those things, but it's not because you're a trick. It's just because like I know those things. Oh, okay. I don't want to learn the tricks. I put it in my phone. Even if it's thirty dollars, I'll still put it in my phone. Just I know. Just to be sure. Every time. I, I don't know. I, I just I do it every time and I don't want to learn how to do it. It's one of those things I don't want to take up brain space. I want to like watch more gang related documentaries and find out about like the Crips. I mean, I will say like most of like a lot, a big chunk of my brain is probably like rap lyrics and song lyrics. I probably could erase some of that and like learn a little bit more about life, simple <sighs> things. But I'm the same way. Like, I mean, again, you've gone this far in life. Just, Why learn now? I agree. I've gotten by. An- another one. Somebody wrote to us, put it on our Instagram. This one's actually a great one. Folding fitted sheets. I mean, I actually think that's just physically impossible to fold I'm sure one. there's a way to fold a fitted sheet I just don't know what it is I end up just like like I don't I, know I like just scrunching it together I literally just roll it right up in a ball throw it in a closet you <laughs> <laughs> I mean you know I'm not like OCD like clean I know. and tidy like I know, you I know well so, but I am and I still haven't figured that that's out. why when I saw that comment I'm like if there's anyone that knows how to do a fitted sheet it's gonna be Betsy I know I think like if we ask somebody in housekeeping somewhere they might know how to do it like there might actually yeah. be a way how to do it well I think there's like YouTubes of how to's but again even those why would I want to waste my time looking at a how-to to. video no. when I can roll it up in a ball throw it in a closet that no one's ever gonna see sheets are fine your yes, sheets have been clean. fine, fine. They, they've been fine your whole lives what about yeah. when you give somebody a 20 so like like you're paying me say I'm the cashier and, yeah. and it's you know 20 whatever 1752 and you give me the cash and then I have to give you cash and change back I can't figure that out in my head wait what do you mean you have to give like if you are paying if I'm the cashier and you're paying for something and it's 1737 okay yeah. and you give me a 20 dollar bill and I have to figure out oh. okay well, how do I figure like how do I figure out what I'm supposed to give her back? You know how they do it so easily and they're like, here's five, six, seven, eight, and 47 cents. And you're like, how, how'd you do that? I know. Like, I feel like there's got to be like something in their little machine or their cashier that like tells them. I mean, there's no way there that many people are that good at math. They're just like, oh, here you go. Right? <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't know. Maybe we're just total assholes, or, which we are. Well, or if like you go to the bank and I'm like, okay, I need like this much money out. Like say, okay, I need. $250. Yes. And then they do it like, okay, can you check to make sure that's all there? I get nervous about it. You're like, no, you're the you're the yeah. bank person. I know. You're the banker. You figure it out. Make sure it's all accurate. <laughs> and I'm always like, and I get, I start like sweating and I'm like, yeah, all looks right. I'm like, they could be like messing me up every single time and not giving me all my money. But I'm like, but I'd rather. never know. Yeah. That's- well, <sighs> well, like speaking of that. What? It goes along with that. What? Again, something about gas stations and pumping gas. Yeah. Simple things in life you just have to do as a driver. Yeah. Oh, stresses me out. What? So. I went to go get gas, and I always just use a credit card. I never am going to go in and be like, oh, 20 on 10. Like, no way am I doing that. So (laughs) the the gas station just happened to be packed the other day, and I got the chip malfunction. So, like, chip readers aren't working. See cashier. And I'm like, god damn it. That's that's one of my biggest pet peeves in the world, by the way. I want to be in and out. I don't want to go in the gas station. I don't want to have to, like, run into a whole bunch of people. Just – fix the goddamn chip reader but this is also one of those times where i think i'm like a successful mature adult and then when it says see cashier i'm like i'd rather just leave and like hope for the best that i make it home on the (laughs) with my gas light on than have to go in there and face the cashier 
Well, this was one of those desperate times, desperate measures. Couldn't even like go around to a different pump because I've done that before. Yeah. Like, oh, the same. Go to a different same, pump. Same. Easy enough. Me too. Packed. Every single one's taken up. And I'm like, shit, I got to go in. So I go in and I'm like, hi, you know, can I get like 35 on eight? And I also got some gum, you know, you throw it in there. So then I come out. I'm like, wait, I'm actually not on fully empty. I was actually filling up my mom's car and I was just doing her a nice favor. I'm like, I'm not on empty. And I was like, I'm not going to need $35. I'm like, well, let's just see. So it stops at 22, like 67. I'm like, well, now what? Is the money going to go back on my card? Do I have to go back in and tell them, hey, I only used $22.67. So can you put, I don't know what that other number amount is, back on my card? They probably do. They could yeah, probably oh, figure it well, out. Well, of course they can, because <laughs> everyone knows how to do that shit except us. I wouldn't know that though either. I like if like you asking me that right now. I don't know what the answer to that is. I, I have no I, idea. And I actually felt better about it because I came home and told my parents the situation. My dad's like, "Huh? Well, you would think because it's a credit card, it would just go back." I'm like, "Oh, even you don't know." And I feel like my dad knows everything. To- yeah. So totally. I'm like, "Great. All right." I'm I actually not- don't think that one's that stupid. Okay. I think we do things like like. Um, they're around my house. I have a, a, a simple human trash can. I still can't figure out how to close the goddamn thing. What's a simple human trash can? I don't can? know. It's like a fancy people trash can, which I used to have a shitty trash can. I have to tell this story. I used to have a shitty trash can, and my girlfriend Lindsay came over one day, and she's like, you are so fucking white trash. She goes, if you don't get a new trash can, like I can't come over anymore. Well, what was your trash can that was so trashy? I mean, it's a trash can. It's supposed to be trashy. I, I This story, actually, it, it's still kind of infuriating me to this day she bullied me into getting this simple human trash can it was like one of those just like I don't know like, like the one Tupperware. I have like not like whatever, like plastic well that's can. what I have so Lindsay I guess I'm trash oh she she was like you are such white trash she's like the <laughs> fact that you're she's like the fact that like you are still using this trash can that's visible because I don't have like a trash can that like pulls in and out and so the the fact that it's visible, she's like, you better get a new trash can. And like sent me like links to new s- simple human trash cans. All right. Well, I'm trash because according to you, I'm trash because I drink Mountain Dew. And now well, also I have well. a plastic trash can that's visible well, to all of my guests. So. I'm not saying you're trashy. She's saying you're trashy. I'm like, I'm like crawling out of the trash can at this point. <laughs> um, No, but I can't figure out how to close the trash can once we take the bag out. So Sunny has to do it. Like, but I don't want to learn. I'm sure like oh, it's just like you have to press a button and hold the thing. Don't, don't Did, care. Does he no. know that you don't know how to do yeah. it? Has mm-hmm. he ever said, like, Bats, it's really easy. Let no. me show you. Nope. You want to know why? Because he is fully supportive. He totally understands that my brain space is reserved for things that really matter. Well, see, these are – this is where, like, my dad differs because I guess he's the man in my life that teaches me, like, yeah. these simple things. Like, I get stuff in the mail, like, from the IRS, like, my tax returns, all these things. And he's like, well, what did they say? I'm like, well, I don't know. I just put it in the pile in front of you. I was hoping you would tell me what it meant. He's like, Bridget, it's not that hard. Let's walk through it together. I'm like, Dad, can you just like tell me what I'm supposed to do? I I would like to send a special special shout out to our dads. Yeah, I agree. Daryl and Joe. They are the best. But I will also say, okay, so they're the best. Like, hands down, like yep. I would die for my dad. But he has also really put me in a position. They enabled us to be not <laughs> successful. Like, I have to do my taxes. And after all this time, you know, he's like, all right, well, can you, like, figure out what you need to send to the tax guy? I'm not even going to make you do them yourself, but, like, you can send them to my tax guy and he'll do it. Still can't figure it out. Well, see, I do do my own taxes. But you don't do them good. Well, I don't know. I'm just, like, I just trust that, like, TurboTax, TaxLayer, whatever it is that I use. Just trust that they're setting me up for success. Right. But you don't factor in, like, 
driving for your job. Yeah, or, I do. You do? Yeah, I put that shit in there. Do you like factor in like cable and stuff, like all that? Oh, like, no. Like, well. You know what I could do this year, though, is they always ask that question. Like, do you use your home, is your office in your home? Well, I can say, yeah, now. Well, it is. It totally yeah. is. The other thing that I will never understand, and I don't want to discuss it further than this. Okay. When people say, well, just write it off. Oh. <laughs> oh. Like, what, what does that mean? What? what not. <laughs> if I, like, if I knew how to write it off, then I would, but I don't. And I actually just don't even know what that means, really. I don't either. Like, write it off, like, to cross it off. No, it's like, like you do some, I don't know. I I'm, I was just going to try to explain to you, and then I realized I can't. I don't know. So, I mean, I feel like the God. overall theme is, like, not knowing how to do things, driving, which is, like, for you mainly yeah. is directions. Me, I've got a whole bunch no, of other man. issues when it comes to driving. You're real fucked. And then math. I mean, that's just really what? it. And oh, math. I thought you said meth. Oh, <laughs> We don't have a math problem. I've never done math. But, like, we are so smart at other things in life. I feel like we're just really exposing ourselves to making it seem like we're two idiots. Like, we're not. We I got good grades in school. We've got great careers. We're not dummies. Just, like, in some areas we are. I'm really good at spelling. I'm yes, really good too. at grammar. I'm really good yes, at creating same. relationships. The things that really matter, yes, like truly. Writing. writing. I'm a good writer. Right. right. I'm okay. funny, I think. I mean, I'm not awful looking. <laughs> I'm pretty athletic. I feel like I have pretty good style. I mean, I would say that we're pretty good on air. I don't know. Yes. Like, I mean, we could keep going and going and going, yeah. but we should probably we should keep probably. it moving. <laughs> I guess the, 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 the last thing that um, I don't know how to do, which shocked a lot of people, which I, I was really hoping it would be more relatable, and people were like, wait, what? You really don't know how to do that? Is go through a car wash. I mean, I get it. I get that it's tough to go through a car wash. I don't know when to put it in neutral. I don't know when to put it in drive. No. Like none of it. It's it's gray. <laughs> none of it. And then it's like I don't know when I'm supposed to go in. There's usually a guy there that like tells you yeah. like come on. But if he's not there, how am I supposed to know? And then at what point do I feel like I'm on the tracks that I'm supposed to put it in neutral? Because I know you're supposed to do yeah. that at some point. And then how does my car just go? And then how does it know when to stop? And it's just like I I don't I actually don't think I've ever done it. Which, I get so scared about and, it. And it's interesting because you actually, like, work for a car wash. <laughs> Literally, I got a text today, and it was like, hey, B, I haven't talked to you in a long time, but I'm pretty sure you just thanked me when I was going out of my car wash. And I did. I say, hello, welcome to United Auto Wash. Please pull forward if you would like to do this. Like, I tell people what to do, and I don't even know what to do. Well, <laughs> you're the bitch that should be giving him more direction. I No, I know. Well, welcome to Auto Wash. <laughs> pull forward and then x y and z you're not telling I, him what to do I, no i i am telling people what to do that's what i'm saying i'm literally telling people what to do and i don't even know what to do i was reading off a teleprompter i don't know i didn't memorize that shit listen well we've gotten by okay here we are all these years later you I and I, I are still alive thank yep. god for our dads who have yep. really helped us and we, moms and yeah oh yeah and moms well Moms do like everything, but yeah, that also true. has enabled us. Thank you to our parents yes. in general for getting us, getting, getting, helping us get by. But what do you think like other people who don't have parents like ours do? Well, from what I've seen on social media and just this day and age is a lot of girls just pick up a, another guy that maybe has a father figure that might be really rich, have a lot of money. They don't need to work. They don't need to learn simple things in life. These guys just take care of them forever. I think that's a little thing called sugar baby, sugar daddy situation. God, and it's my favorite topic, as you know. I actually just watched a documentary on this yesterday. A new one. I know. I know. I can't stop. God, it goes from like murder mysteries to 
sugar daddy documentaries. Oh, I can't. I can't stop. Like, that's why I'm so fucked up as a person, I think. Like, my, like, stomach's in knots because I'm watching all these, like, awful Probably, things Probably, actually. Um, but this one was actually really interesting. When you said they take care of them forever, typically not how it actually goes. So this documentary I watched was on Seeking Arrangement, which is a website where men can sign up. They have to pay for it. They okay. sign up and they say, I have this job. My net worth is this. I'm looking for X, Y, and Z. Then there's the female side, the sugar babies, or male, I suppose, pending the situation. And they they don't pay for it. So like if we go on seeking arrangement, we don't have to pay for it. We can just sift through all the guys. You They connect you. And then you discuss your own terms. Interesting. So the girl yes. or the guy, whoever it may yes. be, could say, okay, th- I want X amount of money. Yes. And for this, I will do this for you. And then the guy will have to agree. Correct, but it's typically the other way around. So it's typically the guy who's paying the subscription will say, I am looking for a sugar baby who I see twice per month. I spend two evenings with her. I have to have this kind of sex. And it's not always that, by the way. Like a lot of times, a lot of these women are making money by just doing what we do, except for we're not making money, mm-hmm. um, which is just like going, accompanying somebody to dinner, chatting with them, and making like 300 bucks and keeping it moving. It's I a mean, transaction. It's totally transactional. But the basis is these two people figure out what works for them, and then they move on with the relationship, whether it's with that person or they're looking for somebody else. It is very interesting. Would you ever do it? I think if I had to. I think a lot of these women that are on it have to. Like, they're not in a situation where they can reach out to their dad or their boyfriend or whatever. Like, a lot of these women are in situations where they have to take care of kids. Like, they, like, have to pay off college debt. And they don't have – uh, another skill set I suppose well that's what I was going to say I mean like we don't go to our dad or our boyfriend we just like get a job and we work and we're we're luckily in sales so if we start to get a little down on our on our money we just say like okay I gotta go open up more partnerships and keep going why are you giving me that we're, look because because that's bullshit we had a conversation the other day about like maybe we should start stripping <laughs> I mean, it's, it's like an easier like, alternative, like, but I just feel like, like, like it's like, oh, yeah, we're totally going to start new partnerships. Like, let's just be better in sales. I'm like, we just talked about working at Hustler. Well, I'm saying that's like the easier route, but we're not doing it because, again, we are smart. We might not. We we didn't start the show by letting you know that we're smart, but we are. We're actually so we not smart. If we were smart, that's we, what the know, fuck we would have been doing but, this whole time. But again, I feel like it's one of those things I've gone too far in life. Not being a stripper, I can't start at, like, almost 30 years old. Oh, no. You definitely can't. No, like, I had to do that shit a decade ago. I, I don't know. I think that your your Irish dancing skill set might be, True. like, pretty. I would stand out in the crowd you, for you sure. You definitely stand out, Yeah, I'd if say. I could figure out how to do, like, a little, like, well, no, there's a there, there's a number in Lord of the Dance called the strip jig. All I got to do, do is. What do you do? Well, you do a jig and you strip. It's a little hard shoe dance. You know, uh-huh. I do it where I'm making the beats with my feet and yeah. then a little like dress. Yeah. And then at one point the music picks up. It's like, you take off your clothes and then you like show your leg. Oh. So they're getting little bras and uh, panties. Not panties. Wow. Like little booty shorts. Who knew this existed in Lord of the Dance? Well, most people in the world because most people in the world have watched Lord of the Dance. I have not. 
Um, would you ever be a sugar baby? I don't think so. Because like, they always say, I know, I know what you're going to go. You're going to be like, well, what if you just had to hang out with them? Again, things that you're already doing, but you can just make so much more money. Right. I don't feel like it actually ends there. Even though they have the agreement, I feel like there's like a weird like pressure and you have to like go do more. And like, I just don't want to be stuck in that situation because then when I don't know this guy, what if he ends up killing me? It just feels like a little sketchy yes. to me. I agree. But this thing that I just watched was literally this girl moves to LA. She has a mattress on the floor. She has like nothing. She literally just randomly moved there from like Oregon or something. And she starts going on dates and they're dinner. They're lunch dates, dinner dates. Like it's like I'm giving you. So for it's like a masseuse. I'm giving you an hour of my time. And then when I'm done massaging your back, like it's over. That's it. That's what these dates are. Okay. Well, maybe. It is very transactional, and that's why I think it's interesting. Like, because it's, it's, you cut off, and you're like, all right, if you want me to stay another 30 minutes, pay me another $500. Yeah. Well, I mean, this goes back to what we talked about on our last episode of me, people paying me to be their wedding date. I'm, I would do that. Yeah. Because I enjoy weddings, but then also, when the night's over, it's over. I got to go. I, but give me my money. I see. I just dug it on the dance floor for you. I did tequila shots with you. I made friends with all these people at the wedding for you to look good. Pay up. So you're basically a sugar baby for weddings. All right. I guess I would do that. <laughs> uh, I guess I would. Would you? Well, I, I, if I was not with Sunny, yes, I would yeah, totally I do say. it. I would have totally done it. I probably should have done it fucking 15 years ago. Yeah. Um, But here mm-hmm. I am all booed up and now I'm booed up. Yeah. So I think a lot of the times like the, the people that we're looking at on Instagram who like are living these like fantastic lives like on all these vacations – I'm kind of thinking that's their situation. Well, I always thought that too. Like there's girls that I know and I'm like, how is this bitch just traveling around the world, a different beach every you know. week? You and it's how. always just her in her bikini on the beach. I'm like, well, who's taking those photos? First of all, yep. you haven't posted about a boyfriend. Yep. I'm thinking this is a sugar daddy situation. Uh-huh. But then NBA All-Star week last week. Yes. Well, first of all, I'm like pissed we weren't there. But then I'm seeing stories. I'm like, maybe I'm glad we weren't there. Because these Instagram models that are posting like they're living the life are sleeping in U-Hauls. Actually, partying in U-Hauls. I'm sorry. <laughs> U-Haul trucks. Yeah. Why not? What, what do you mean? Yeah, I, I, I don't know either. There's literally videos that have surfaced on social media, across other websites, of like Instagram models crawling out of U-Haul trucks because they got pulled over by the police. And these police officers are like, what are you doing in there? They're just partying <laughs> it up. They, they, they couldn't get a hotel in Atlanta. Because they couldn't afford it? Yeah. <laughs> So they just decided to go down in U-Haul truck, which I don't know how they would afford that. But then they sleep in the U-Hauls. That like that seems to be the case. Well, that seems like something that like you wouldn't really post on your Instagram if you're trying to be fancy. Well, they didn't. They're like they're <laughs> posting the, the photos in their bikinis. They're posting the photos in like their jersey of like whatever their favorite oh, All Star is, like outside the arena. Yes. So that's yeah, what you see on Instagram. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, then yeah, yeah. other spectators, normal people that see them, are taking videos of like, look at these bitches crawling out of what a U-Haul a truck. Fucking sham. I know. So I don't think the whole Instagram life, model life, is all what we think it is. Well, and you would know because you've recently watched a documentary called Fake Famous, which I've started. I'm only like 30 minutes in. I find it very interesting. Like, it just talks. Can you tell me my favorite thing? My favorite thing has to do with, like, the um, toilet, the toilet bowl. Yes. Um, So you watched Fake Famous. Yes. Okay. And so this basically is a documentary. What was it on? Netflix? Yes. And it's about, 
it's about um what are they called like uh influencers yes so it's about how influencers kind of have just like come up and like no one wants to like be like a fireman or a doctor or i don't know a teacher anymore everyone who's like younger than us wants to be famous which is like makes upsets me because i've been saying this since i was four years old basically since i could talk when people say what do you want to be when you grow up i was the one saying famous and people are like does she not want to be a doctor does she not want to be a teacher my mom's like yeah we don't know where she came from but now it's like they're starting the norm now they're saying like at eight years old because there's tiktok there's this like they can actually become famous at eight years old if they get a good enough youtube or tiktok page right which oh, just upsets me. I was born in the wrong decade because I would have been the next TikTok star. I should have jumped on board. But again, I've gone too far yeah. in life. And I'm too old to start now. <laughs> Anyways, a little right, fired rant, up. Rant. Rant. Oh, God. Rant. Don't we hate when people say that? I know. Okay. <laughs> I know. I'm sweating though. <laughs> okay. So right. so we're talking about this fake famous. And like my favorite, the, the first thing I saw that was my favorite thing is people from all over the world traveling to LA because they want to take their photo in front of this pink building. And they're waiting in line forever. They're waiting. It's like the girls who fucking go to Nashville. With to get the angel And wings. they want to get the goddamn angel wing photo. And I'm like, you are the most basic, disturbing person I have ever come across. You and all those other bitches. Well, and then that one, in like the, the pink wall specifically, I'm like, it's a pink wall. Can't you just like find somewhere else or paint a pink wall yourself and post and pretend like you're in L.A.? Tag L.A. and move on with your life. I, Save it, yourself some money. It really is crazy. So this whole reality show, people realize what it is. And so they wanted to do this experiment. Like, let's try to get as many people as we can to come audition that want to be famous. And we are going to make them famous on Instagram. Like, they wanted people that had, like, 2,000 followers or less on Instagram. And then they were going to do these photo shoots with them and post about it and tag like they're actually in these crazy places to make it seem as though Italy, this – fabulous place in Italy is paying me to come stay at their hotel right. so that was the whole premise of it so oh what, I love it so and good the director of it is showing what actual Instagram models are doing like you might think they're traveling yeah. somewhere every week a lot of the times they aren't and my favorite one which I know is your favorite too yes. which is the whole reason why you started watching yes it, was when they're traveling you know they always have to post in their plane like where to next or guess where I'm going like in their private plane yes, acting yes. like it's yes. a private plane yeah. So they did a shoot literally in like a studio or a house like we're in right now um, to show what how you could make it look like you're on a private jet. Yeah. And it was this beautiful painting that was like of a sky and the clouds yeah. and all that. And then they took a toilet seat and like oh my God. put it in front of the photo. And then, you know, you put your headphones in, have a glass of champagne in your hand. You're in like a lounge chair and they take the photo. Well, the toilet seat looks like the airplane window. They've got their <laughs> headphones in because they're listening to music and they got a glass of champagne like they're sitting on an own private jet. And then they tag like all the, the airline, where they're going, and it makes it look like they're just having the time of their lives when really they're just sitting there poor in their house. That is despicable. I know. Like I, I, It actually just makes you like, like your regular life. I, that's what I was going to say. Do we really want to hate on our sales job that bad? N- I that actually is like really disturbing if I think back to like the people I have known in my life and the things that they have done in order to achieve their version of like fame like the girl I'm thinking of like fucked her way to the top which she's at the top now by the way like just had to have sex with a bunch of rich people I mean a, a whole lot of people a whole lot of people. So and would now, it be like, okay, 
this guy I know is going to get me to this level. So whatever, I'll have to sleep with them, but he's eventually going to introduce me to this guy. Okay. This guy's going to eventually, and she just keeps slept her way up. Social climbing at its best. And I cannot hate on her for it because she worked really hard. Like that's not easy. Did she work really hard? Did she just fuck really hard? All. (laughs) <laughs> uh, fucking random dudes is working hard Ooh. as far as I'm concerned so see, see that like for me even though I, I know. know it would get me famous even if someone was like Bridget I'll give you five million dollars right here but you have to like do x y and z to actually get that fame I'd be like all right I'm taking my regular life yeah I kind of would too I I, <laughs> I don't know it's tough to say. It's really tough to say. <laughs> At first, you were like saying, like, wait, wait, wait. Well, because I was thinking not. famous, but then I was like, oh, but the money, it just seemed, the money seems so good. I know, I know. So that's when, like, I say, like, my ultimate goal in life is to be famous. Like, I guess there are easier ways to do it but rather than just, like, your talent. Yes. But I'm not willing to do those. So right. do I really want to be that famous? Yeah. I don't know. So, you, so on this fake famous, I was thinking about this the other day, the other thing that people do are they buy followers, which we've always known people yeah. to do. But think about how much more credible people look when they have 50,000 followers versus 2,000 followers. So, like, is it really that stupid? Probably not. Yeah. But I would never do it. I know. I know. See, these ideas aren't bad. So, like, shout out to you guys for doing it and making it. But it doesn't really seem like a lot of you are making it, considering you're partying in U-Haul trucks and you're (laughs) posing with toilet seats. So, I don't know. I know. Well, we'll keep talking in this little studio until we finally make it big, where we will not be buying followers. We will not be posting with toilet seats. No, but we will keep talking and doing this podcast. So, can you please subscribe and rate? Because I feel like that's a thing, too, that makes podcasts really good. Which, again, we're still learning this whole world of podcast so subscribe at apple Podcasts, itunes soundcloud rate us five stars subscribe to our youtube page almost rich almost famous which we're on video right now and on instagram almost rich underscore almost famous we're gonna eventually figure it out and i think it's gonna be this podcast right here soon enough cheers cheers <laughs>